and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Assistant Vice President Grain. David, today we're going to review how the end-to-end grain supply chain on CN performed during February. How did the month turn out overall? Thanks, Stacey. CN shipped a record 2.4 million tons of grain and processed grain products in February from Western Canada via carload, with the volume of grain moved directly from the interior via container in addition to that. CN's previous best February was 2.2 million tons back in February 2021. How did CN's results in February compare to its grain plan guidance? Well, CN's guidance for maximum end-to-end grain supply chain capacity during winter between bulk grain and processed grain products is up to 595,000 metric tons per week during winter, remembering that to achieve those levels requires having sufficient demand to meet those levels, no mainline disruptions, fluidity across shipment corridors, normal winter operating conditions, and other considerations. In grain shipment weeks 27, 28, and 29, CN recorded record grain shipment volumes for each individual week. And the records weren't broken by a little, it was by a lot for each week. Week 30 came in under guidance as a result of terminal-related productivity issues on the West Coast, combined with the impact of persistent extreme cold on supply chain capacity. Recalling that last year's demand for grain movement was sharply lower than normal due to the impact of the 2021 drought, how did demand for CN-supplied hopper cars look this past February compared to February 2021? Compared to January, we saw an uptick in demand in February for CN-supplied equipment. Between grain shipment weeks 27 to 30, demand for CN-supplied hoppers averaged roughly 4,700 orders per week compared to 4,800 per week back in January 2021 and 2,000 per week last February. When you include customer-supplied demand for bulk grain movement into the mix, demand for grain movement as a proportion of maximum supply chain capacity ranged from 101% to 107% of maximum sustainable levels during February. Appreciating that there is a real limit to the capacity of the end-to-end supply chain, not all customer demand for bulk grain could be accommodated. In February, CN was unable to accept and plan roughly 200 to 400 orders per week for CN-supplied equipment, depending on the week. That was the case because specific customers' demand associated with those car orders were pointed at grain supply chains that could not handle that level of demand due to exceeding terminal pipeline and or due to terminal-related productivity issues. Besides reduced demand compared to normal, what other factors impacted the supply chain during February? Weather was a factor, to be sure. February began with persistent extreme cold weather that had developed in the last week of January, affecting western and eastern Canada. CN implemented its train length restrictions accordingly for trains destined to and departing from affected areas. It's important to note that these restrictions are implemented by CN to maintain safe operations and comply with Transport Canada requirements. Tier 2 restrictions were in place between Winnipeg and Edmonton between January 27th and February 2nd. The Winnipeg to Toronto corridor saw Tier 2 restrictions in place between January 27th and February 3rd, while Tier 1 restrictions were in place February 4th through 6th. Persistent extreme cold weather subsequently redeveloped mid-month, and CN implemented train length restrictions commencing February 14th. The worst of the cold was between February 19th to 26th in the eastern prairies, while Edmonton and points west towards Prince George had the worst of it between February 22nd through the 25th, give or take. Eastern Canada was not spared either by the persistent extreme cold. In CN's Northern Ontario Division, for example, from around February 16th through the end of February, the cold did not let up. And in addition to the impact of the cold, parts of the coast of British Columbia experienced heavy snow at the end of February, while significant freezing rain in parts of eastern Canada affected CN's rail operations as well. 
How did overall CN network velocity fare in February? All of that persistent cold considered, CN network velocity fared quite well and was able to recover quickly when cold weather did abate. That's due in large part to the fundamental changes that CN made in advance of harvest to its operating procedures, as well as specific changes that CN made to its winter operating plan. Average weekly network car velocity, which is the average miles per day traveled by loaded and empty, active system, foreign and private cars on CN lines, was in the range of 202 to 211 miles per day during February, depending on the week. Any other items of note that affected supply chain capacity in February? I'd say it was the kind of month where there were no chronic issues across the terminals at the West Coast, but there were enough issues for individual grain terminals each week to take a bite out of supply chain capacity. In week 27, for example, several elevators in the prairies experienced loading delays due to snow accumulation, mechanical issues, or track issues. A specific North Shore Vancouver terminal also saw out of car time due to trains sitting idle at Origin, waiting on grain deliveries to fill out empty unit grain trains. CN had a rock slide on the Yale subdivision in week 28 that damaged sections of CN's track, although the outage was less than a day in duration. In week 28 and 29, rain made it difficult for Prince Rupert Grain Terminal and specific Vancouver terminals to keep up with loading vessels waiting at port. This resulted in tight terminal space, lost unload capacity, and it required CN to hold back trains en route until the space situation improved. The space situation at Prince Rupert Grain was very tight towards the end of week 29 and into week 30, and that really impacted fluidity of the grain supply chain towards Prince Rupert and set things back until things straightened out towards the back end of the week. In week 30, CN also experienced a brief mainline disruption on the CN Ashcroft division that caused some congestion and delayed trains heading into Vancouver, in turn reducing unload counts at terminals on North Shore Vancouver. So through the end of February... Where is the end crop year to date on grain movement out of Western Canada? Through the first seven months of the crop year, CN moved over 17.6 million tons of Western Canadian grain and processed grain products via carload, compared to 11.7 million tons at the same time last year, and 15.4 million tons for the three-year average. And in terms of car order fulfillment for CN-supplied hopper cars, CN's performance has been strong and consistent. CN has been consistently supplying 90 to 100 percent of planned and confirmed car orders either within the want week requested or within one to three days after the end of the want week. And that's translating into strong, steady, reliable grain movement. Thank you for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.